Welcome to the Conscious Creative Podcast, your weekly dose of soul-to-soul conversation that will have you saying peace out to your nine-to-five to explore in your sacred calling. The topics center around conscious business and interviews with the folks who started them. We'll be exploring the art of being human and what it takes to live your life fully expressed and financially free. I'm Christina Gomes, and I went from high-paying job as a psychotherapist to leaving it all behind for my desire to travel the world, playing my original music, to becoming the CEO and solopreneur founder of FreeYourCreativity.org, where I help visionary leaders create the businesses of their wildest dreams. If you have a sacred calling, stick around. My prayer is that you become the permission slip for the collective as you hear the soul-inspiring stories that call you forth into creative action. Let's get to the soul. I'm here with a longtime graduate of the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. Do you like to be called Izzy or Isabella now? Izzy. Izzy's fine. Izzy. And she has like amazing offerings out there in the world. And the, what we're going to be talking about today is psychic medium, mediumship. And I'm really interested in this topic. When I was coaching you over a year ago, I was super enthusiastic and like intrigued by well, all my clients offers, but this one in particular, because it's very, very cool. And I love helping people who have wild talents. And yet, you know, that's one talent, psychic mediumship. But then how do we put that all together and speak about that in ways? So I'm sure we'll talk about that, how your experience was in the business immersion. But before we talk about that, I want to talk about this offering that you have and how you came about becoming a psychic medium and why don't you introduce yourself to the group so we can hear about that hi uh, my name is izzy and i guess um first i didn't really choose psychic mediumship it chose me i had some abilities when i was younger like uh, and when i was a teenager especially where I was sitting with my third eyes and it would happen. And it would be like mindless stuff, like be like driving and picturing like a mudslide coming on the side of the road. And then five minutes later, I'd be driving and it'd be like a mudslide coming out on the side of the road. But at the time, like that was like 25 years ago, I had already discovered beer and boys and I wanted to join the military and I didn't know what a third eye was. I was like, I had no... I, I just thought it were coincidences and I had no desire to pursue this. I thought it was useless. I'm like, if I see things and I cannot stop them, then why would I see them in the first place? It seemed useless. So I moved forward with my life and eventually I started developing post-traumatic stress disorder. So my mental health went to shit. And at the time I was working construction, I was repairing submarine and warships for the Canadian military. So I was very left brain. I was tools, mechanically inclined person. So I, I didn't want to go on medication because I had bad experiences in the past with that. So I figured I just wanted to take a more holistic approach. And I was already into yoga and wellness. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to can like, see if I can stop and call my nervous system on my own. I didn't remember what the trauma was at all. And eventually it's starting slowly to go back. Well, it hit me like a ton of brick that I had been abducted by extraterrestrial. I had been on board spaceship and they were like, don't worry, you have psychic abilities. We'll take it from there. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, I totally lost my marble. I'm still very logical at this point. And I'm like, Maybe you think of children's tale, like um, like werewolves that turns into wolves like a, in the full moon and they go eat like children or something. I was like, maybe there's something that happened to me that was so traumatic. I cannot picture it being human beings doing this to me. I have to paint them as monster or extraterrestrial because otherwise it's too, scary. it's too scary. But in the midst of that, I started having experiencing psychic phenomenon like i would have like out-of-body experiences i would feel myself being dragged into the spirit world and i didn't know what was happening i thought i was crazy but the thing is i was in my 30s so 
mid thirties even. So I, it was too late theoretically to think about, oh, maybe I have like schizophrenia or something like that, because these things comes in women, maybe later in their twenties or something, but it was just, it didn't add up. So I was like, I'm just going to give myself a year to pursue this. And if after a year, nothing came out of it, and I'm just still this crazy person talking to myself in my log home in Canada, then I'll commit myself to a mental health institution. And this is it. Like I, I've accepted it. That could be a potential reality. Another thing that happened is the ETs, because I still thought I was crazy, but they started telling me we're coming back we're coming back to get you like and I'm like holy shit I got super excited during the daytime but then the night cam would come and I'd be alone like in my little log cabin in the woods total like x-file scenario and I'd be like oh my god this is too much and it told me like October October we're coming October we're coming sure enough one night in October I go home and it's on the ocean my house and it's total like there's a big hurricane blowing over. The lights are flicking. And I'm like, I think this is it. The power cuts off. I go on my back deck. And sure enough, I see the spaceship. The whole sky lit up green. Poof. And then I look another direction and they were there again. I went to sit on my couch. And as soon as I sat, my crown chakra lit up green. And I disappeared. And then I came back a few hours later. And that happened more than one time afterward it happened once in guatemala they woke me up you know when like the avocados they fall on the tin roof and it makes that sound it sounded like someone threw them as hard as they could on the tin roof and i'm like holy shit so eventually i warm up to them and i was able to actually see them in my room they would show me what they would do like shaving the back of my head poking the microchip and things like that and i'm like holy shit this is surreal in the midst of all of this, I still was very much struggling with my apathy and my PTSD. And a big thing of mine, I was like, hey, if I'm going to have psychic abilities and use them and opening myself to this world, it has to be for the greater good. It cannot be for my personal gain. Like there's enough problems on the planet. Like I want to do things that's going to benefit, benefit all of us. And secondly, my heart chakra, I mean, I was so frightened all the time in a way of still being able to function in the world, it's like a defense mechanism when you stop feeling everything, anything at all, because otherwise it's just too much. So I, since I was starting to open myself to the spirit world, I was like, who can I call in that could help me open my heart? And I was like, if I'm going to take the step to open my heart again, I might as well open myself and being able to love everything, all that there is. And a person that came to my mind was Jesus. And I'm like, what did Jesus knew that made him love everything and everyone? I was like, I want that. I might as well. I mean, since we're here anyways. Mm. Sure enough, two days later, I'm driving home from work. I still had a normal job at the time. And I see a thing by the church and it says, follow me, Jesus. I'm like, you know what? I'll follow you. And then after that, I never looked back. Like the, the two years after, it was incredible. It was so hard because I started interacting with extraterrestrial being and meditations and whatnot. And like things really opened up the astral planes during dream time. I didn't like everything that I saw. Sometimes it was very difficult. But also, I was afraid of being a channel for darker energies to come through me as well, because that's also a possibility. So like learning all of the lesson and clearing my vessel. And it was, uh, it was something. But in the midst of that, I started having experiences that really blew my mind and seeing into our full human potential and psychic abilities that we're like, whoa, really? Like this is possible? And having the teaching with that. And yes, so essentially to me, advanced psychic development it's not so much about like Jedi awareness. It's not so much about being powerful. It's about your capacity to love everything as if it's you. Because if you can understand that what we do unto others, we're doing unto ourselves, and you're really embodied in that, then that creates the space to allow for more divine energy to be channeled into this world and have a direct impact. So to me, psychic abilities are entirely tied into our capability to love one another so oh, that's beautiful. 
introduction to the world of psychic mediumship. Yes, through your story. And thank you so much for sharing it. I have some follow-up questions, I'm sure. But right now, just kind of deciphering what it is that it hears. Like you went on an awakening journey and it wasn't always easy. It, it, yours was very special in particular with ETs. And everybody that I work with and come across is on an awakening path and at different levels, different phases. And each person awakens in a unique way. Yours yeah. was incredibly unique. And what I'm hearing also is that it was ups and downs, ups and downs, ins and outs. But when you finally found this heart of service and the mission behind it all, the real reason to open up psychic abilities and to uh, converse and awaken and go through the tough times is ultimately to be of better service to the world. And so in that understanding, is that why you decided to not only uh, go fully into it for yourself, but to help other other people to find their psychic intuition and their own psychic abilities within? My main love, if I like, I grew up in the wilderness. I was always close to animals. They would crawl out of the woods to come and I could pet them when I was a kid. And my father never understood this. I thought it was normal that kid, like animals would just flock to me and I could play with them, like little rabbits and other things. And my first love is Mother Earth. And when my psychic abilities opened up, and at the time I had already been in the military, still half across the world. and. Once you start really understanding what's going on in the world and how we're consuming everything and the impact we're having on the planet, like that was hard for me to digest. And I feel that opening our psychic potential, it's not so it's not just to help humans, but it also helps the planets. But because now we can have a more symbiotic relationship with our environment, which means we're contributing to each other in a healthy way. So it's not even just about like interpersonal dynamics between humans, but it's also a relationship with our planet. And then as we opening up our galactic consciousness is our healthy relationship with the whole cosmos as well. Oh, wow. It's so big. And that's what I've been speaking to and feeling into in these really chaotic times and these really heart wrenching times that we're experiencing in the world. And there's bigger stories. It's bigger than us and it's bigger than one person can comprehend. And so I've been really talking to my audience too lately around like keeping that in context allows for us to continue to do and serve and be of service and hold space for one another because we are not one moment in time we are not one we're not even one planet we're connected to all that there is and that's super cool that you dropped in and helped us to remember that and i can imagine that understanding that in a majority of moments like isn't the easiest but would you what would you say are some like a key way to a few key points for anybody out there who wants to develop their intuition to maybe they're having an awakening process and they're not really sure um, like what to do about it. What would be some key pointers that you could give to somebody listening that wants to develop their psychic abilities? Well, you have to, in order to feel the world around you, you first need to be able to feel yourself. And that could be incredibly difficult. At the end of the day, peace is an inside job. And I feel this is why maybe we're seeing so much turmoil in the world, because it, like with even with the Internet now, you can go look at yoga video, you can go look at meditations and even mindfulness and all of these things are so much more relevant in a world, prevalent and easy to access that it gave uh, i feel because there's so many people who have done the work who meditate already who are into like very in tune with themselves then that makes a block of consciousness is capable of holding space for all of the other drama to unfold so i feel like it's it is a dynamic like we're seeing all the drama in the world but we're capable of seeing it for what it is and we're able to almost letting 
run their course in such a ways because there's so many people right now who are holding space they are master of themselves so even if you think like you want to have like psychic abilities what are your purpose but inner peace can do like if you think of psychic abilities interacting with the other worlds and experiences different things of awareness and consciousness or whatnot it still should not overpower the fact that inner peace is incredibly powerful and before like and also like psychic awareness and psychic abilities does not make you a wise person and it does not give you clarity all it does is gives us a bigger arena for us to project our own unresolved energies like if you think of it this way let's say it's always dark like you live in the arctic circle so every day it's black it's black day after day and then you wake up one morning and it's daytime but it's cloudy now if you've been in a darkness for like 30 days a year you would be like wow this is the light you never seen the sun like you would assume like the light and day it's such a big contrast but it's still cloudy over there that means your judgment is still cloudy and you have to work through that to really access clarity so it's one thing to develop our psychic awareness but then you have to really get in touch with yourself to see how your own dynamics how your own traumas how your own unresolved energies and your desires affects the way you translate these energies so it's, oh, uh, I love that description. Of course, I'm bringing it back to clarity around our offerings and our businesses and marketing and all of these things. And what's coming through for me is so many people come to me and they're like, I want to get the clarity or they thought they had a certain level of clarity. And then exactly what you just said reveals itself of like, I thought I was clear. And then there's another level of clarity that is behind that cloud and that behind that cloud, behind that cloud. And if we've never experienced the, say it's a 20K month that my clients want to create or um, that wildly successful program that is known by name, whatever they wanna create. And we are thinking, okay, I need to access a certain level of clarity. Well, we don't even actually know what that clarity feels like. And it sounds like for both of our work in the world on getting clear on an offer or gaining psychic abilities, that it is a continuous process of coming back to ourselves and unwinding projections and yeah. really, <laughs> really gaining that peace because peace is also subjective. It's like, oh, I, I thought I was a peaceful person and then I realized my baseline was anxious. <laughs> And so it's like, oh, and then, <laughs> peace, peace, dropping in, dropping in. And there's just more, uh, you know, we're people who evolve is what I want to say, people who evolve. And so there's always going to be another layer of um, conditioning to, <laughs> to shake off. But that's cool that you, that's how you see our psychic abilities to coming back into ourselves, because it's not something that you can gain outside. And so you in the conscious creative business immersion, you were working on creating an offer and you actually got hired by another company and a lot of because um, this brings me to this of like we think, oh, we're going to get that 30K month or we're going to make a create consistent clients. But by unwinding together and being together in community and developing our soul's gifts and activating our soul's gifts and going for an extraordinary life, we actually find and opening up ways uh, and things happen to us that we didn't even expect. So I was wondering if you wanted to speak to that of as you were th going through the business immersion, did anything su quite surprise you about what you did receive? To me, it's like I had so much information already. It's not like I didn't know i knew the path where i wanted to go but how do i package this in a way that's not woo -woo? because i'm not woo -woo myself and that may sound like a contradiction because when all of these things were happening like the psychic abilities and whatnot i'm still a construction worker at heart i still love mechanics i still love science so you have to explain this to me how this is possible and it has to make sense so my practice is very grounded in my understanding in neurodiversity and psychology and these realms as well and uh, 
it has to make sense for me. But essentially, I had like so much information. It's like, okay, how do I put it together in a way that translates well according to my core value? It has to make sense somehow on a neurodivergent perspective and whatnot. So, and I feel sometimes when we we don't have clarity over something, and I'm sure you relate well to this, is because we're not asking the right questions. So it's not even about finding the answer at this point. It's about finding the questions. Okay, well, I'm not sticking the mud here. So why, why things are not clarifying? Well, maybe I'm not asking myself the right questions. So, and I feel this is something that I really loved about your course because the question that you asked was like, I found out I had indeed all the answers and we always do but I just didn't know what question to ask myself to package something. And then, of course, you can translate it in the vocabulary that speaks to you, that makes sense to you. And obviously, that would make sense to potential future clients because they may want to be able to understand things with the way you do as well. And that to me, that was that was huge. <laughs> yes. Ironically, I only did have the course, to be honest, because, and that's how much value I feel I get from the course, because halfway through my whole website was built. I had like, I knew exactly what I was doing. And again, over the last six months, it changed quite a bit. You know, I still retweet here and retweet there, but like the main core at least were there. Like I had the bones, I had the means, and I just had to add little things and tweaks here and there as my own path of clarity was unfolding. So yeah, it was a... It was a good journey. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sharing that piece because something I was asking, like asking, or this little sneaky question of like, if you're psychic, don't you know everything? And it's like, what a silly question, you know? Like, and but what? Even if we're really psychic, even if we're super intuitive, even if we've already sold programs in the past, I always recommend coming together in community uh, to ask the right questions to have space held to unwind uh to get creative feed forward and a sounding board and it's like being psychic doesn't mean that we have everything figured out i i have some uh intuitive capabilities as well that i also related to finally finding out my own uh neurodivergence my own divergence from a typical uh, way that people normally <laughs> think and feel and it's like ooh, everyone is on a spectrum in some way where it life is a spectrum light is a spectrum but what i'm what's trying to drop in now is this piece that you said around yeah i took half the course and the things were done but you made it to majority of the live calls i remember from what i remember yeah, I mean, all of them because if i'm going to invest myself in something like i'm going to at least show up like yeah yeah like i was gonna grab as much as i could from it like yes that's that piece that is expands over time and we coached you were uh in the offering a long time ago over a year ago but what you had mentioned in uh somewhere in our correspondence was that it's the gift that keeps on giving and yes. any work that either one of us do is a gift that keeps on giving so your work in the world something that you say maybe even psychically seeing something for someone else or helping someone to expand just one and make one degree shift that shift starts a pathway and a trajectory that neither one of us could predict as psychic as we are so it's like everyone has their own path and we're just looking for those moments that that we don't it doesn't have to be this catastrophic moment you don't have to get abducted by ets to live your soul's calling is what i'm saying it's like i mean it happened to you and for anyone out there who hasn't had this like full-on awakening or you know thinks that your success is buried in you know checking off every single lesson what i'm hearing you say is that what invited you to continue and invited you to keep on expanding was those live moments and those aha moments and those shifts of perspective and you did your you created your sales page during the program as well that's cool and i remember you got hired here you got hired there so like thank you i want to say thank you for bringing for coming to this call and for joining us because your presence was so felt in those moments but i wanted to ask 
some more questions about your work in the world. So before the business immersion, you had some ideas, you were, you were going live or you were using YouTube as a way to express yourself and you're still out there creating videos now, huh? I that do, that's the thing. Well, to me, my social media, my YouTube, because I had so much information coming in and I had, I needed a way to put it together. So it's like a scrapbook of my ideas. And some are very technical scientists because that's the thing with psychic abilities. It's still going to tie tied into what you love. And some people can use their psychic abilities to help people find the love of their life or other people to channel messages for those who have passed on. I love science. And I can talk to ETs who have far more advanced understanding of our universe and technology than we do. And I want to capitalize on that. So a lot of the things that I talk about to me are technical because that's what I love. That's what I enjoy. But again, you say like psychic, you think we would have clarity, but when you have so much information, it can create confusion. Like you go to a store to grab a chocolate bar and they only have like five different chocolate bar you can buy it's going to be easy for you to pick one but if they have like 25 you may feel so overwhelmed that you live with a bag of chips because you, you couldn't <laughs> pick it like you know so that's the thing as well at some point i had to close down my crown chakra and like just restrict the flow because it was too much like i was like i can't live like this this is just frying my brain but i really enjoy discovering like if yeah if i have a question about something then i ask and it makes for a great video because my sense of wonder about the world then i get to use this extra lens to look at things and then translate them and put it into form and i enjoy that process yes oh i love that process that you're speaking about and what i'm hearing too is this sense of refinement even when you have your skills going like for a certain amount of time you are in a process of refinement and so from that your yeah. people get the best of you as well and if you are open all the time to everything and all possibilities and all the information then you wouldn't be most equipped to channel what what it is the most the potent piece of information and not we don't all have to be doing everything and we don't all have to know everything this is why we're together. This is why my program is a group. This is why we exist together. Hey there, visionary leader. If you're resonating with this message, I'd like to invite you into your next level life and business. Enrollment has begun for the conscious creative business immersion. This is my signature group container to help you design an offer so delicious, so juicy, so based on your soul gifts that you are thrilled to invite your soulmate clients inside of it. I'm going to teach you how to promote this offer with a ton of heart and to sell out this offer with ease to meet your revenue goals. I would love to have you inside if you are a visionary leader who knows that they are great at what they do. You'd like to collapse the timeline on how long it takes to reach consistent income with an offer that you truly love. Go to the link in the show notes to apply for the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. I will be sitting with your application individually and I will send an email to let you know if you've been accepted in a few days after application. Thank you for trusting me with your vision and I can't wait to see what we co-create. And each, it sounds like you're, uh, you're talking about refinement here of like, what is even like, what is the, the important message that you're bringing into awareness and what important message actually gets created into form. That's really cool. Can you speak a little bit more about that? What you mean by that? Well, I guess as I was trying to understand all these psychic phenomena, a lot of information came about that. So of course I started posting videos about it because it may help people. And uh, the way I was understanding the astral planes or whatnot, which could be seen like as a cosmo vision, but, uh, also, you can use that scope to look into world events like and I've also had started like people communicating with me in the astral planes. And it's interesting because I have a background. like I, I understand certain things. I was a pipe fitter. So I understand how nuclear facilities work to a certain degree. 
And at one time, there was a woman, she came and she was like showing me her babies. And she was showing me she had like radiation poisoning. I was like, whoa, okay, what is it from? And I thought about Japan because they had a huge nuclear, like, and she looked Japanese. And I was like, oh, so that must be, um, she told me she had like plutonium poisoning. And I was like, no, that cannot be. Like, this is not what we use in the reactor into a faci nuclear facility. Like, you're wrong. And she was like, no, I'm right. And then I'm like, okay, I'm arguing with someone about something in the, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to have to wake up and Google it. And I did, I did a massive amounts of research and she was right because a byproduct of uranium-235 is what we use. And a byproduct of that, because of all the chemical processes, there's still a whole bunch of plutonium that gets formed in a nuclear reactor. And I was like, wow, like, I'm learning things. People are teaching me things. Like I need to take this seriously. Like this is not just some like weird psychosis. And I was like, that means I can use psychic abilities to start make it maybe using it as a news channel because you know if you look at mainstream media like they they tell you what they want you to hear but what if we could create a news channel that is conscious conscious news reporting where we decide collectively what we want to hear about so i have so far like had messages from the uncontacted tribes in the amazons I had people from uh, Bosnia telling me about some things that happened there that they would like to be talked about. And then again, the Japanese woman. And so I'm really, and then again, I love science. So if I'm reading a science book and I'm like, wait, this doesn't make sense. And then like the ETs come and they fill me in on it. I was like, oh, this is cool. So if I'm, so then that's like, there, there's no shyness of me to create content. I could do that all day long for years to come. <laughs> like, it's just like the potential is there. But again, it's uh, what we can use our psychic abilities for. Like, it doesn't have to just be like doing tarot or like to even broaden a horizon of what we can use our psychic awareness and potential for. Wow, that's really cool. And circling back to what you said in the beginning of like turning these things that could have been quite scary to you to being like, I'm going to go into this. I'm going to lean into this because there's a higher purpose and you've been able to create the higher purpose that works for you that is scientific is heady and for the and for the greater good not just like you said a one-on-one -on -one, um you know maybe giving somebody a message from beyond but like on a societal level and a community community level that's really cool and that's what i want to say for everyone out there listening of like most likely if you're here in this interview and listening to these words, you have a big dream. And each step that we take leads to that big dream. And we can't do it alone. Like we can't possibly do it alone, especially uh, channeling from uh, halfway around the world. You're not alone in that. Those are other beings that are here to, to help. And so how, if somebody wanted to enhance their psychic ability, how could they get in touch with you? What's the step in working with you and helping them to? I have different offerings depending on where you're at and where you want to go. And before I get into that, I would just like to take a couple of minutes because we, we are on evolutionary path, psychically and spiritually. Evolution is not just about growing taller, six fingers, or having like various skin colors because of climate conditions or whatnot. We are very much on a psychic and spiritual evolutionary track. And that started since the birth of humanity. Um, 25,000 years ago, the Earth's Kundalini was in Tibet. And this is what gave birth to all of the spiritual teaching we currently have, which is like Buddhism, um, what's the other one? Hinduism, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, and all of these beautiful teachings that are now are pretty much global. Everybody can access them, but that would just be a stepping stone. So if you think of following this teaching and let's say reaching Buddhahood and think this is how the human could ever accomplish, it's only one step out of a long staircase. Now the Kundalini has since re relocated in the 90s and it's now in Lake Titicaca in South America. And there now we're about to access, we're entering the second phase of 
human psychic spiritual potential but in order to open that we need to embody all of the spiritual teachings from the first 25,000 years so once you have achieved that and you have love in your heart you're at peace and whatnot and all of these teaching was essentially to activate your chakras and your energy center the second step in our human psychic evolution is to direct this prana to have a direct impact in the world around us now you're talking about telekinesis you're talking about and again to use these abilities for the greater good in a way that's symbiotic with mother earth so you're talking about telekinesis to pull plastic out of the ocean or alchemizing the seal to excess in our atmospheres and we can use it to also genetically modify certain things. So if you think of all the genetically modified food that we made, now we could revert it to its origins just using our prana and our psychic awareness, providing that we are in love and harmony with all that there is. So this is the next step. So my spaces are to help people. There are people in the world right now who have already had dreams that they can move objects with their mind. And they already integrated the fact that, yeah, you know what? They feel that they are capable to move objects with their mind. They just don't know how to develop a practice to reach there. So my first offering is advanced psychic development, where I take people with such potential to help them create an actual own personally custom-made practice for them to develop their Jedi awareness and understand their energetic body in a way that can help them really hone in their skills. That offer is not open to everyone. I can only open this space. I don't even decide who comes into my space because it has to be in alignment with all that there is for me to even receive a person in that space. But an offer that is open to everyone would be like um, galactic consciousness integration and energetic support. This is for the people who are already on the path or they're opening and they, there's a bit of confusion. They're not exactly sure what they're experiencing and they would like a little more clarity or they have like physical symptoms and whatnot and they feel stuck. So then again, um, I can tap into their energy and see on an energetic level what is happening through sound symbols and whatnot that I translate back to them so they have a better understanding and send them on their path. And if you're completely new and you don't even know, like you, you feel you don't even have psychic awareness yet, I have another program. That's super easy. That's only like 90 minutes. It's a course. It's $33. It's a... Um, a webinar i only take like 12 people at a time and even if you never meditated in your life that would be perfect because it's essentially little tools that i give little prompts to help people deal with the excess mental energy that we have that makes us think all the time and to help us go back into our feeling sensing intuitive body so they're just little micro dissonance uh, little exercises that helps tweak the brain in a different way. So now we're not constantly thinking, but we can start feeling the energy in our head instead and moving it back into our heart chakra. And these exercises, once you do them, you commit to that, you'll be well on your way because you can do them in the bus, you can do them in the grocery store. And yeah. So if you're not sure about any of this or if I'm for you or even um, you're on, um, if you want to pursue your psychic abilities, I have a free 15 minute potential yeah, it's a psychic potential discovery call where we can chat a little bit and you get to have a feel from me and I can give you feedback and see if it is something you want to invest in yourself, developing your psychic awareness and powers. Oh, wow. Well, I'm just like thrilled. Like, I know it's been a while since you uh, graduated <laughs> from the Conscious Creative Business Immersion, but the, that level of clarity and that messaging that you just brought forth, I'm like, oh, wow, I can see it visually. Also, this offer suite of how you can lead people from, you know, where they are to where ultimately uh, they want to be and at each stage and how clearly you identified that for us and if which offer would be right for us. And that's like, cool. I know there's someone in this audience now listening um, that's like, oh, can see where they're at and ultimately if they want to be a part of the global revolution and do, things, do do great things in the world we have to be able to uh listen more deeply and wider sounds like and listen to the right kind of guides <laughs> 
but essentially it's recreating the Garden of Eden where everything is symbiotic, where we speak to animals again and we're feeling and sensing and having fun with each other and like everything is well and balanced and harmonious. So that's what we're going back to. And uh, we all have our little things. And again, like psychic awareness and you were mentioning, you tapped into that a bit earlier, but like different psychic homes, different energies. And it's almost like walking into um, not the departments. Well, like you say, like a department stores, you know, like you have a place for groceries and then you have clothes and then you have like electronics. And we all have like different sets of tools that we bring in. That's it. I don't have to be the whole stores. I just have to be concentrate on my little part and do that well. And then that's it. Like, really. So, oh, I love that. So all much. These unique like things that you bring like and uh, it's uh, it's fun. Yeah. And what a great unique offering. I was just thinking about what my unique psychic abilities are. And I, you know, looked through the clairs and everything. And I, I'm like, how do I just, I just feel knowing. And what I understood and started to like have within my own awareness is that the clear cognizant is a tough one to identify. Because it's like, I, I'm a know-it-all. I just know. I just know that this would be a great uh, offering for you. Or this would be a great way to put this together. Or this would be, uh, I just know some people are just going to take off and succeed and are going to have no problem. And I'm like, all right, call me a know-it-all or call me a psychic. But also this listening deeply has been the thing that has allowed me to channel content, channel songs, channel words, channel messages. And although I don't have a direct connection of like, Sometimes I know it's from a certain character in the world, like I've channeled a song from Mother Mary or a mountain, but it's not like this direct, like, oh, this is from this character, this is from this uh, star nation. Um, but what I'm trying to say in that, or maybe I should ask, I would like to ask, like, what, you know, do you feel like it's important to know where exactly the information comes from? And can that be developed over time? It depends. Like, I know for me personally, it's like, where, like, why is there, like, I can feel sometimes when there's like ETs or like giving me extra meat on the book that I'm reading. But essentially, like, I don't have like characters showing up like Archangel Man My uh, Michael and say, hey, by the way, like, this is going to happen or whatever. And it's like, why don't I have that? And they're like, I wouldn't listen to that. Because ah, listen right. to anybody. Like, I was like, I would think they're full of shit. Are you really who you are? Why are you telling me this? I'm suspicious of everyone, anyways. But if I really feel something deep into my core, that I can trust. <sighs> now, in a way of understanding people's like your own psychic abilities uh, and have clarity on what you can do in the world, and something that I work with are logos. You think of our cosmic connections and you have like people sometimes they say like, oh, I'm Pleiadians, oh, I'm Arcturian or, oh, I'm connected to the angels. This is fine, but this is still a short, narrow concept of how we connect to the stars. Another way to look at it or another layer of that is when we were born, we're automatically connected to an energy in a cosmos and it is energy could be anything. It could be a crystal in the faraway land. It could be gold or it could be anything. And there was someone who came in my space and is the energy that it was connected with was a planet that was way bigger than Earth. And it was made out of titanium. So this guy's gravitational field was exponentially much stronger than anybody else I ever met. And of course, when you understand this energy is connected to, now you understand what this guy is six foot four and built like, you know, like muscular, loves climbing because he doesn't feel like he's almost like Spider uh, Superman in a way, like doesn't feel the um, earth resisting as much as the rest of us because of his energetic makeup. And then, uh, yeah, only sleeps four hours a day. So when you understand your logo and the energy that you're channeling, that effect that is affecting your own energetic body, then you can start thinking about how you can translate it in a way and direct that prana. And uh, and that's the thing that I do. I help people reconcile these energies and put something into practice. Like to him, it would be a good, great alchemist. Like this is someone who would be technically be capable of changing base metal into gold. And I know this because that's the conversation I had with whales. They're like, oh, yeah, if you want to turn things to gold, you just have to freeze the electron while they're spinning. And they told me all this stuff. I'm like, wow, like that's the philosopher's stone. And I'm like, yes. I was like, wow. Okay, thank you. But I personally don't have the physical 
capability to do that because this is not my energetic makeup. I have my own limits as well. I can be an engineer. I can understand a lot of things, put it together coherently. But at the end of the day, I'm not the guy that's the size of like triple the sun with the ability in that prana to be able to do these things. But I can explain it to someone. So we're all very unique and understanding our logos, then you can really start to understand yourself better and how we can translate into the world. Oh, I love that so much. And it comes back to my message as well of like, you don't have to be everyone to everything. Wait, every everything to everyone. You just get to bring your unique gifts out into the world. And yeah, I'll I'll be the singer. That's great. I'll be the creative, the oracle. I like that. That's, that's my logos. Amazing. And I could talk to you all day and it's almost time to close. This has been such an interesting conversation and I've glad we get to catch up after this year of you out in the world delivering your gifts and i wanted to ask one final question if there was anyone on the edge of their expansion their awakening they're going all in on their sacred calling and giving their gifts out into the world what would you tell them if they were fear a little bit afraid to go all in on themselves jump into that program or invest in themselves or take that next step I feel sometimes the fear of not doing something ends up being greater than the fear of doing it. So like, if you have a fear of doing something, they say fear and excitement is the same thing, right? You may be fearful because it's uncomfortable. Like it was a big shift for me, like to change from construction worker to who I am right now. Like it's huge, but, and there was some fear in that, but there was, I know there was some excitement because if I was not excited about it, I would not have experienced the fear in the first place. So if you're fearful about something, I feel, give it some time because eventually I feel sometimes like the fear of not doing something is greater than doing it. So, or like the regrets, like why not try? Like why not try? Cause it's not like a life commitment. You can say, hey, I'm going to try this for a week. I'm going to try it for three months and see how that changes. Like, and that's what it did it for me. Like, I was like, okay, as crazy as it sounds, I'm going to commit for a year, just a year. Then I can relax and be as cuckoo as I want in that space. It doesn't matter because I know in a year's time, if I'm just talking to myself, then I'm crazy or whatever. But just give yourself like a goal, um, some kind of a, timeline in the future and the little things that you're going to do and you you can create and you're going to stick to and see where that takes you like just little milestone it's not about trying to go through the whole staircase all at once just create one step once you achieve that step then you can negotiate your next step and just always at the edge of your comfort zone being comfortable with the uncomfortable and take some breaks from that as well and eventually you know it's just all going to unravel and unfold naturally and organically it's so true you're going to evolve no matter what so you want to evolve into something that you choose to evolve in and take that conscious path i love what you just said and something else is coming through around that especially for the work that both you and i do because me hearing your story and um how unique it is there's nothing in me that thinks it's weird and it's not something that i haven't heard before either (laughs) but we we come we met in a in san marcos (laughs) so so that makes sense and but for people who maybe have are only surrounded by people who think what has happened to them is weird or only are surrounded by mainstream kind of media um go out and find yourself someone like myself or Izzy and surround yourself with people who don't think that you're weird or that uh, that the things that you're experiencing aren't real and it's valid and you can turn these things that maybe at one point even frightened you your expansions can't even frighten you and turn that into uh, something that can serve humanity as a whole and serve the people around you and serve yourself and your own inner peace and serve your animals if you learn how to talk to animals let me know this guy oh, yeah. hurt tooth <laughs> well, well, the thing is, 
Yeah. You're always going to find your people. Like going from construction worker, of course, I would never find someone like-minded. Like at some point I was having all these crazy experiences. And then on Monday I would go to work and I'm like, is you had a good weekend? Yeah, I just read book by the Woodstow with my cats. Like legitimately, I had like ETs. I was talking to spirits and learning how to alchemize energies, having all these conversations, visiting other world. Like, it was nuts. And I felt like Dexter with bodies, breweries in the basement because my life was so contrast. And I was like, I can't dig this anymore. I need to be somewhere where I can just be me. Like I want to have like this double life. Like it's just, I want to be authentic fully. And if it's too much for people, let it be too much for them. It doesn't have to be my problem. Like yes. the hell that? I'm done. But oh, we're lucky because I feel like all there's so many different portals throughout the world where there's a lot of conscious minded people. And once you find one, you find them all. Like so like when that door opens, it opens like everything. <laughs> so you just have to take a leap of faith. Yes, take that leap of faith and try me. Anybody who does something wild and weird and they don't think that there's a coach out there that can coach them how to market it, you just but just message me and tell me what it is that you've done. And I've definitely heard about it. I probably <laughs> tried it myself. Like I've done a whole bunch of fun and interesting and beautiful things as I'm here as a Gemini North node to experience many uh, different aspects of life. <laughs> and yeah. Channeling being one of them. And so thank you so much. I've learned so much today on this call. And Ed, just to reiterate, we're going to put your links on all where this beautiful transmission can be found but is there somewhere that people should reach out to you first if they are interested in one of your beautiful uh, i have a website www.download.com and that's easy to find and then my facebook i have uh, weekly offerings now like some webinars are free our psychic origins our correction our connection to the stars and these are just like half hour lectures that you get to ask questions at the end so even if you want to weasel in one of these lectures to ask me questions about your paths or whatever then uh, i love to give some time for free for people who are beginning or whatnot that that makes me very happy so I'll totally be that weasel this is very interesting <laughs> It was so lovely to catch up with you, Izzy. And Thank you so much I will for the opportunity. Yes, of course. Cool talk, cool offers. Way to go doing our sacred calling in the world for the yeah. benefit of the whole. Yes, you've done it. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much for all of you um, helped me with. It was a tremendous, like, it was very, um, it was a great opportunity and so expensive. And the gift that keeps on giving, really, because, uh, yeah, it, it, everything was at the right time like you know the teacher comes when the student is ready so i'm super happy i got to be part of your crew and this is blossoming beautifully so thank you yay thank you okay talk so soon bye yes bye, bye.